presence of the Lord in this place. And that's not a dig, that's not a, a slam, that's just how it is. That's how Pentecostal, apostolic Pentecostal services are supposed to be. People might not like it, they might not even agree with it, but they cannot deny the fact that there's something in the place that is doing something in Jesus' name. And I, I have been just all over the map myself um, since this, this started. I mean, it's been everywhere. And finally, God pinpointed something to me that I want to share with you in Jesus' name. And then we're going to pray again. Can somebody say amen? amen. The Bible says Paul, when he was preaching and teaching and itinerant ministry. He went everywhere in the European theater and established churches, put leadership in place, and then he would go back and visit those churches. Uh, travel wasn't like it is today. He couldn't jump on an airplane and be there in hours. You know, he had to depend on writing letters and, and communicating. Um, I guess some of us would consider it the old-fashioned way, but it's, it has stood the test, and in First Thessalonians, it's such one of those letters. Things were not going so well in the world at that time. There was an ungodly person that was, in, that was in leadership. His name was Nero, and he was causing all kinds of havoc at that time. And I'm not here to put any glory to that. I'm just saying our God is a God of all circumstances. It doesn't make any difference what your circumstances is. It really comes down to your positioning in God. And that's why Paul, at the end of his chapter here, he said in verse 22, 5 and 22, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 22, he said, abstain from all appearance of evil. That's getting harder in today's world, especially this week when we have a lot of that coming into this area. Twice in the, in the, in, in, since I've been here, going on 33 years, I've felt the insurge of, of demonic activity. Uh, around October is when I feel it. There are sacrifices and have had proof of that over the years being done out here in a demonic way and have taken authority over it. Everybody say in Jesus' name. Another time is right now. Uh, two years after we were here, um, they had the 50th one. And there were close to six, seven hundred thousand people that came into this area. And I'm not here, I, I don't take this the wrong way. I'm not teaching against motorcycles or anything like that. I'm just telling you, you got stuff that has come in from all over the country. And that, if you're in the spirit, if you're sensitive in the spirit, that kind of thing will bother you a little bit. And it has done that this week for me. And I'm not afraid of it. I'm not here to give anybody nightmares. I'm just saying that's when you've got to put the pedal to the metal. That's when you've got to get into a prayer room. You've got to understand that the Holy Ghost you have is that of the real Almighty God. That doesn't mean that you, you uh, usurp yourself over people's wills. That just means that your little territory, your little area, praise God, is safe and secure in God in the name of Jesus. That's just how it is. I'm telling you that right now, folks, not so that we can go to battle against, against people, but so that we can stand and we will, with the help of God, take authority over those things. And that's why he put this in here in verse 23. I want you to understand this. He said, in the very God, it says, of peace. Everybody say peace. peace. Amen. Circumstances don't take away my peace. They don't. And some of you really, really need to get that lesson. You really need to understand that. that because that's what happens sometimes. We get all bent out of shape and we don't feel the peace of God. And, and circumstances do not dictate the peace of God. The presence of the Lord is what brings the peace of God. And that's why you can have that. And so the very peace... Uh, or the, the very God of peace, sanctify you wholly, and I pray, God, that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so God said the whole package can be, can be preserved. That doesn't mean you don't get sick. It doesn't mean that you don't have your days and that type of thing. It just means that your God has not abandoned you. Amen. Listen to me, folks. God spoke to me very precisely this week about our human spirit. It's very close to the Spirit of God, and sometimes we misconstrue it. We think what is the Spirit of God is really our human spirit. I'm going to tell you right now, God, God doesn't uncall us. We do. We can do that. And that's what our human spirit, not the devil, but the human spirit is capable of doing. And you'd better watch that one. 
If God said you're going to be okay, if God said, hey, things are going to get maybe a little rocky, that's, that's okay because if you're in the hands of God, I'm telling you something, things can begin to happen in Jesus' name. And so that human spirit, praise God, can replace the spirit of God. And we want to call it all demonic, and it isn't. It's human. It's us. And so God is in this place today. He has pinpointed to me that he wants to repair that. He wants to bring that kind of a close relationship. The scripture says, if you draw nigh unto him, come on, that's the, that's the promise from the Lord in Jesus' name. And so there's many of you human-wise. Human you're not bad people. It's not that you're going to hell. It's the idea that your human spirit has gotten in the way. And God wants to repair that. He wants to be on the throne, not you, in Jesus' name. Now, why don't you lift your hands right now? Let's give God an opportunity to move here for a few minutes. Come on, I believe the Lord is here in a magnificent way, in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, he is. Ah. Motakaba, rotakaba, yadamoniste lia. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I do. Oh, my goodness, I sense that right now. That Lord God in the spiritual realm, you are repairing things. Orabakoria. Yeah, come on, our God is able. This is not where I belong. I'm just here temporarily in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's just push in to that realm in the name of Jesus. Oh! Yes, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Touch every person here in the name of Jesus. And I give you the praise and the glory. Come on, let's give God praise. Praise God. We're going to go ahead and let the youth be seated. The rest of you can when you want to in Jesus' name. Praise God. It's exciting to come to the place where God really does make some things happen in Jesus' name. Really does. And I, I am just so full of scripture right now. I just got to kind of let it just unfold in Jesus' name. But I do need to make some announcements. Uh, first of all, if you are intending on going to the men's retreat, which is um, the 20th through the 22nd, um, that would be not next week, the week after that. Um, I put somebody in charge of kind of heading this up. Brother Carlos is going, and so he wants to know if there's anybody else that wants to go. The reason we need to get diligent about this in the next day or so is that food has to be ordered and things, provisions have to be brought in. This campground's about 40 miles from nowhere, <laughs> literally. It's a beautiful place, but I'm telling you, it's not like you can jump in the car and head to McDonald's after the services. So they really do need to know who's coming and get their heads up and that type of thing. Brother Thompson, as always, does a magnificent job of preparing for this and and I hope that you will consider it. It's a good thing. And we have uh, transportation available, hopefully, and that type of thing. So um, Brother Carlos is, is, is trying to head this up. He has registered already. And if you need some help in that area, we can help you to register online in Jesus' name. And so I'm going to leave this with you and trust that whoever wants to go to this thing uh, will go in Jesus' name. And, and if you need some help, let us know. Come on. We want a uh, guy. Sorry, ladies. This is for men only. Okay, and so you'll get your chance. I think we've got one here locally that's coming up here at the, in the first week of September, praise God. Oh, that's right. Man, I'm getting a cart before the horse here, praise God. Amen. It's always, to, it's always good to have somebody in the know in the sound booth. Yeah. Yeah, that's my ace in the hole, folks, in Jesus' name. But yeah, this coming week, there's a beautiful opportunity for ladies to get together down in Casper. Um, I saw pictures of the Casper Church here this last week, and man, they got it fixed up. They've got it painted, and it looks really good, and and um, and so it, I'm, I'm promising you this will be a good time. Sister Carnahan is spearheading that effort, and so if you need help getting down there and that type of thing, it's really kind of a short thing. It's a Friday night and a Saturday morning is what they're doing. But uh, Sister Pedigo, I believe is her name, is the speaker. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's Brother Mooney's daughter. I think. 
Brother Mooney, who is our general superintendent, assistant superintendent, fine, fine individual. He is, used to be the president of IBC. Amen. Just a tremendous man. And so um, I appreciate that. But yes, see Sister Carnahan, tremendous opportunity. You know, one of the things that would help your human spirit immensely. Somebody do it like me. Immensely. Come on, do it a little. Immensely. Is if you would learn how to be renewed in your spirit. Now, I'm not talking about some euphoria or, or, or you know, thing like that that the world has to offer. I'm talking about a genuine God thing. And you don't have to wait until Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings, and Wednesday nights to come and do that. You can have that experience um, as often as you would like. I, I try to do it on a daily basis. I really do, because I'm not going to try to come against things of this world without God's help. And so you consider that. God will give you absolutely all the help you need. He will. But God doesn't violate the human will very often. He doesn't. He tries, and he always tries to influence it. But he doesn't manipulate it. And sometimes that's what we're waiting for because that's what the world does. The world will threaten. The world will use fear. The world will, oh, my goodness, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so um, did you want to say something, Sister Con? I am. I'm actually kind of preaching and teaching while I'm making the announcements. This is a new way to make the announcements, okay? I kind of like that. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Yes. Did you get any trails? Easy ones? Okay, yeah, just, there's a lot of, there's some prep work going into this, and it's going to be a great time. We're really getting out of the box. We really are. Doing something on a Sunday? <gasps> Don't anybody tell headquarters, okay? <laughs> Boy, they've been waiting to get rid of me for years. Boy, this would probably do it. Amen, but uh, not really. But the bottom line is we're going to do a Sunday, Monday, and, and then come home on Tuesday, right? Is that what the deal is? And so I know work schedules will play into this. So if you can get off work, ladies, it's going to be a great time. The facility, I've never been there, but it's promising to be great. There you go. Praise God. She makes a lot quicker announcements than I do. Praise God. But I am, I am absolutely just excited about um, what's going on in the kingdom of God. I was down here cleaning yesterday and just felt the presence of the Lord just confirm some things. And all week, it's just been a, been a great week as far as for me and that type of thing. Um, and not to say that it's, you know, it was horrible, things were going bad. It's just the idea that God, just once in a while, he just kind of steps in. And yesterday, he began to talk to me in a way that I, um, I hadn't heard for a while. And, and uh, I'm talking about the type and it was just refreshing, and I thank God for it in Jesus' name. And so God wants to make a difference for you, and he's got all the tools in place for that to happen. I want to tell you right now. Um, lately, God has been dealing with me about these things, and I got a whole bunch of them cut up over there, and the reason I did is because God told me to go ahead and do that. Now, I'm going to do this a little bit differently, praise God. Let me show you some scripture here. Again, God wants to give you some help. He wants to give you some help. Look at James chapter number, I believe it's chapter number 5. James chapter number 5. Amen. The Bible says um, in verse number 11, one of the things that the uh, 5 and 11, Sister Carnahan, James, meet me there. Um, uh, one of the things that's the calling on the church in these last days, and this is an across-the-board calling, by the way, and that calling is, is to endure. James 5 and 11, praise God. Let me read this for you. Behold, the Bible says in James 5 and 11, Behold, we count them happy which endure. When was the last time you were going through something tough and you were happy? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. It says, you have heard of the patience of Job. All of us have, haven't we? Come on, that's the book that we try to avoid, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and I have seen the end of the Lord. Go back to chapter 38 through 42 and realize that when God came, he was on the scene all the time, but boy, when he came back that second time, wow, things happen. 
It says that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. Somebody say amen. amen. But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by the earth. It says neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea and your nay nay, lest ye fall into condemnation or judgment. Always watch that. Give God plenty of time to show you really what should happen. Instead of getting out there on a limb somewhere and you're saying, oh, God told me he's going to do this and he's going to do that and he's going to do this and all of a sudden you go, where's God? And what you learn is that maybe might have been you. Now, I'm not trying to be funny here, folks. I'm really trying to help some people here today. God wants to help you to be assured that that's the will of God, that that's what he wants you to do. Amen. And what that takes, patience and endurance. You and I need help in that area. We do. Let's not sit here and puff our chest out and say, oh, not me. I'm pow- I can do in all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah, we all know that scripture too. But sometimes you get in the way. And so do I. And we've got to learn to get out of the way in Jesus' name. And so the Bible says, when this happens, not if, it says, is any among you afflicted? Paul used this reference in Corinthians when he talked about having communion. He said, because some people were doing it wrong and had the wrong attitude, people were getting sick. And that's what happens sometimes. We go, it must be the devil. It must be a, well, sometimes it's you. Stress. Being out of the will of God is one of the worst places I have ever found myself to be. I'm serious, folks. I don't, and I don't make any pretenses about it, folks. I don't want to be out of the will of God. And so the Bible says, if there's any among you afflicted, let him pray. Yes. It says, any merry, let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. How many have ever seen that scripture before? Sure, many of you have. Praise God. And I believe in that. And so what we've done is we've just dictated the fact that all we can do is wait for a service. And I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying, but that's not the only thing. In the book of, um, of Acts, chapter number 19, Paul went into an area that um, was a little bit unfamiliar to him. And he came across some people who were believers. Read this for yourself. It's a beautiful story. Bible says that he just asked them a simple question. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Amen. And I ask that question a lot. I do because it's a good one. Amen. And they said, man, we've never heard of this. And then he asked them, he said, what, what, who'd you get baptized by? And of course, they were John's disciples, so they were baptized under the realm of John, you know. And that was a good one for the time. But times were changing. And the Bible says that um, what happened was was uh, Paul said, well, there's a new one on the, on, that's here. His name is Jesus. And even John pointed that out. So long story short, they were all not resisting the truth. They were receptive to the truth. And they were all 12 of them baptized in Jesus' name. What a beautiful, beautiful beginning to revival in an area. And it was. And Paul spent over two years in that place, you know, rehearsing this and telling people that, that Jesus Christ was the one that John foretold, that he was going to come after me, whose shoes I'm not even worthy to, to, to tie. And that news got all over the place, praise God. In fact, the Bible says, I think in that same chapter, that all Asia, I mean to tell you, the word spread. And I'd seen things like that happening in the hour we're living in where God doesn't need internet. Uh, He uses it, but he doesn't need it. He doesn't need billboards. He doesn't need the type of things that we think he does. He's He's the spirit. He's the omnipresent spirit that's everywhere, tugging at the hearts of men and women, praise God. And so it's beautiful to understand that this message is getting out there all over the place. Can you say amen? Praise God. But because Paul, because of of the great ministry that God gave to him, he couldn't be everywhere at the same time. And so what he did was he took napkins. And I don't know where they got this at. I don't even see reference to where Jesus even did it. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying I don't see it in the Gospels. But man, they couldn't anoint everybody that came to services because you couldn't be at Ephesus and and, 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 and Philea and all those places at the same time. So what he did was he anointed these things. 
And they carried them back to the places where people couldn't get to those services or they couldn't get to the, to the meetings and stuff like that. And so I'm going to offer the same thing to you. I feel like God has wanted me to do this. Amen. Nothing against anybody else in this church. But if you want one of these, you can see me and I will anoint it. We'll pray together. We'll, you can take it to whatever situation you want. Now listen, folks. You know, the human spirit has the ability to worship something like this. We don't worship subsidies. We worship the one. Amen. And so that's what you got to keep in mind. And so I'm just sowing that seed out there. Originally what I was going to do is say, hey, does anybody want one? Come up here. Well, probably every one of you would. Well, and that's okay. Um, but the bottom line is, I want you to think about it, praise God. And if God puts it upon your heart in Jesus' name, we want to give you the, abil the ability to do that. Because I believe if there's any sick among us, verse 15 says, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Lots of times I have no idea how deep this thing has to go. I don't. I just see sometimes surface things like you do. And a lot of times on the surface we just see symptoms. That's what we do. And the real root problem, praise God, it happened Monday I was out in my yard and I looked at my back there on the north side there along the fence and my goodness, the weeds, you know, we must have really got some rain while we were gone here. Man, those weeds just ate it up. And so I was on my exercising machine, and I looked out the window, and I said, man, I got to do this. So I even interrupted my exercising to go out. Whoa, I mean, tell you, getting out of the box. I've just been doing it all week, you know. But so I went out there, and I started pulling weeds. Man, I was after it in Jesus' name. Not in Jesus' name. I was just after it. Okay, but man, I come across this weed that was growing all over my yard. I mean, to tell you, it looked like some kind of an ivy. You know, a little pretty, but man, nuisance. And it was over everything. My wife got mad at me because I chopped down a whole bush, Brother Scott. <laughs> I did. I did. I took my hatchet back there, and I went at it. And she, I thought, man, the tree's in the way. She won't see it for a while. <laughs> but she did. She saw it. And I mean, tell you, I got myself into trouble. But the bottom line is it was wrapped all around that bush. I couldn't pull it out. And so that's what I did. But while I was chopping that bush down, whoa, look, did you see that thumb there? See how that, how that's swollen? Well, it was worse than that. It really was. And I, what happened was I stuck a branch right through my glove and right into my thumb. Yeah, it did. It did hurt. And man, alive, of course, you know me, just rub some dirt on it and let's go. And so my wife, you know, I didn't tell her about that one for a couple of days either. Because <laughs> I thought, boy, she would have had a real preaching session. Um, but the bottom line is, here yesterday, or the day before, no, it was yesterday, I think it was. Um, um, I'm sitting out on the porch and I'm going, man, that thing looks pretty bad. And I said, do you have a tweezers? She said, yes. And so I went and got a tweezers. And I'm not exaggerating, folks. She pulled. It was that long. She pulled it right out of that thumb. And that's what's happening kind of in a way here. There's some splinters that people have gotten in their lives. And it's been affecting you. Oh, man, Holy Ghost right now. God is here. He loves you. He cares for you. He died for you. He wants to help you be as healthy in the spirit as you can. And so we must come to terms with these things. I, I feel right now we need to pray. Would, would you just close your eyes right now? Come on. And would you just lift up your hands? I'm not demanding, I'm just saying, call upon the Lord. Call upon the Lord right now. Mm. Come on, you can have confidence in your God. I don't want to pump you up with this. I want this to be something that comes from the depth of your heart right now. 
Come on, if you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you got the goods. You got it. You got a connection with God that is special. Mm, oh my goodness. My goodness, my goodness, that's it. Come on, let that come from the depth of your heart. Come on, those of you that have the Holy Ghost, maybe you haven't spoken tongues for a while. Come on, just let that flow out of you right now. Come on, let it just flow like a river of living water. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you know this is true. Man, some of you have been beat down and the world's been telling you how foolish you are. You're not. You are absolutely a child of the King. You are a representative of heaven in the name of Jesus. Wow. Hallelujah, Jesus. Wow. Yes. Yes. Praise God, I come against the spirit of shame. I come against the spirit of depression. I command these things to let loose in the name of Jesus. I command their influence to be gone. Now, come on, why don't you let out some hallelujahs now? Come on, let God refresh your mind. Let him put that hope back in the front seat in the name of Jesus. Come on, there's hope when there comes to the things of God. Yes, there is. Come on, I don't care how dark things get. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God. It is true, my friends. He is all we need. Now, as long as he's directing it, he'll use other means. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not taking human beings away from the equation. I'm just saying, but we've got to be God-led, God-centered. Amen. He is the one we worship. He's the one that we praise. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm reiterating some things that you already know, but we've got to be reminded of this constantly, praise God, because the things of darkness will come in and try to literally suffocate the move of God in Jesus' name. And if you separate yourself too far from God, and you can do that, your human spirit will allow you. Pretty soon you're kind of going, man, I don't feel nothing. And, I, and I'm not operating totally on feelings, but feelings are real folks. And emotions are real. Your emotions are real. You have them. Praise God. And God wants to heal them and let them be healthy and to be strong. Not wimpy. Not, oh, what's going to happen? You know, that type of thing all the time. No, you can stand. When you have done all to stand, Oh, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, whereby you quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked one, taking the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watchings thereunto with all supplication for all saints in the name of Jesus. And I add this one every day, and for me, God, that I may present with boldness the, un, the, the, the truth of God in Jesus' name. That's what we're doing, praise God. Amen. But you and I have to be able to stand. And if you go up a couple of verses in that quotation I just gave you, it says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might in the name of Jesus. That's the mandate, folks. 
That's what God is trying to teach us to do in Jesus' name. Praise God. It's amazing to me in the fourth chapter of the book of Acts when they went through that rain of fire and they were getting all persecuted and stuff. They didn't pray for God to take it away. They didn't pray for God, oh God, help protect us. No, they just said, God, give us boldness. Let us be able to proclaim it in the name of Jesus while it's going on in the name of Jesus. And that's always been one of the strongest witnesses that Christians have had. Praise God that while they're going through things, they can. They don't have to take a month off. They don't have to be all pouty. They can just lift up their hands to heaven and they can begin to proclaim the truth while it's going on in Jesus' name. Wow. Oh, hallelujah. And I'll lie, that's the last time I'm going to take two weeks off from here. I'm saying, praise God. But I feel it in the name of Jesus. And the reason I feel it and sense it is because I'm the pastor. I am. And I don't say that bragging. I say that very, very humbly. Praise God. I take the office of being the pastor of this church very seriously. I don't always do the best job. And God, I want him to be able to correct me instruct me, praise God. I don't want to have months to get over things. I want to get over them fast in Jesus' name and not to sweep it under the carpet, but to proclaim it again in Jesus' name. You're great people. You're people that God loves. And by the way, that neighbor of yours, the one that's been causing you all that trouble, God still loves him too and her. He wants to reach them. And he'll do that in Jesus' name. So if you, if you feel the urge and you want me to, praise God, I would be more than happy to anoint one of these for you, and we will pray the prayer of faith. Amen. You don't have to give me all the gory details. You don't. All you got to say is, Brother Carnahan, I need this, and, and would you pray specifically? And I, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. In Jesus' name, by faith, in Jesus' name. Another huge um, uh, healing element that we have that sometimes we, we, we lose track of is God's word, praise God. Amen. Now think about this. I, I read this someplace, and I wrote it down one time, and I thought this makes sense. Now when you and I witness when we're witnessing for God, which is a calling, by the way, that everybody has. You shall receive power, and you shall become witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, uh, you know, and the uttermost, until the uttermost parts of the world. So that is an across-the-board calling also. Your calling is to endure, have patience, and then your calling also is to witness. Praise God. Now, that doesn't mean you've got to go out of your way all the time. Sometimes the best witness we can have is just what we're doing naturally on a daily basis. People watching and observing us. The other day, I got a brand new neighbor, praise God, um, uh, Judy next door and, and Tony. They um, <laughs> didn't say a word, praise God, but his mother-in-law moved in with him. Yeah, I got a little experience in that. Amen, but I'm not going to share that. Praise God. She's a neat lady. I like her. Her and I, we talk. She helps. She lets me know when Benny's out in the backyard so I can throw him a treat. I just really, really like it. But it's kind of cool, and, and, and she's there. And, and she was looking over my, over my fence, Brother Scott, and a lot of this is because of you and Valeria, you know, Valera, um, is, is um, oh, that yard looks like Kansas, you know. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. And, and so I had a witness. Yeah, my yard is a witness. Wow, you know, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you, your spirit being at peace with God, accepting whatever he wants to do readily. Wow, that is an aurora. Uh, uh, what is one I'm looking for? An aura that, that will come off of you that will just, it, it, it does. It'll get into the nostrils of people and they'll go, geez, what's going on with them? Amen, you know, but that's what opens doors. See, sometimes we have to witness very subtly, and then the door will come open. But here we are, we're programmed because we're Americans, and we do things the right way all the time, right? And so we want to kick down doors, and we want to witness to people, and, and let's make a program out of it. And I'm not against programs. Don't get this misconstrued. But the bottom line is just the natural way of witnessing is, in my opinion, the, the, the way God wants to do it. So keep doing that. I, I, I hope and I pray, like me, that God will share with you the amount of seeds that are going out. And I hope that that will become a refreshment to you. Amen. I, I want, didn't tell her I was going to pick on her, but this lady right over here, 
I, 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 and I'm not picking, and, and I'm not lifting you up, but I am telling you, she is, she is the epitome of that. She just knows everybody. If I ever want to know what's going on in this city, I don't go to the newspaper, I just go to her. Yeah, she calls my wife or texts my wife the other day and says, man, there's a church. If you want a new church building, there's a church. They haven't had services for a year and a half. Yeah, I got that from her. I stopped up there, by the way, and I did. I drove in the parking lot, and we'll see. I, I, I don't, I'm just, no, I don't want that. No, no, I don't do that. Not anymore. I'm trying not to. No. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the bottom line is, folks, you know, you're good people. You're out there. You're amongst people that really can know the difference. Let me show you something here. Witnessing is me talking to others. And that sometimes we have to do that. Look at this in Exodus. Look at Exodus, and Exodus is a tremendous book. Wasn't that beautiful, the lessons we got last week, you know, about the Old Testament? I hope that refreshed you about the Old Testament. The Old Testament is not some old fogey book that we don't need. The Old Testament is full of examples. Praise God. And if you want to get the whys in your life answered, start studying the Old Testament. I'll guarantee you God will show you. Look at Exodus in the Old Testament, chapter number 11. Now, things are, are, are fixing to hop and pop at this point in time. God's going to show the nation of, Israel, of, of Egypt, even though they were a heathen, Egypt, heathen nation, that they have an opportunity to get saved. You might look at it as God pouring out his vengeance upon those people. I don't. I look at a loving God that's trying to get their attention. And all ten of those plagues had to do with foreign gods that they were worshiping. I'm telling you, if you'll study that, that'll take a why from you. Now you'll start understanding why God is doing what he's doing for some people. Because they're worshiping idols. That's what they're doing. And it's not for me to judge them. It's for me to allow God to, come, to allow, let God come into their life and tear those idols down. Big one in this country is finance. Big one in this country, praise God, is security. Everybody wants those things. That's got to be first before I even choose where I'm going to go to church. Got to have a good job. Got to have money coming in, that type of thing. Man, that's a deception. It really is. And I'm tired of it, folks. That's why I'm going to start calling a spade a spade lovingly. It's dripping, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what's happening, praise God. Now watch this. This is the last plague. This is Exodus chapter 11 and verse number 4. The Bible says, And Moses said, Thus saith the Lord, about midnight will I go out into the midst of Egypt. Now God's telling him what he's going to do. And all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon his throne, even unto the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of beasts. God says it's going to be an across-the-board thing. Now you must understand, I'm picking this up at the end of the story here. God, for nine plagues, tried to get their attention. But when you got an ungodly leader that wants to do things his way, Yep, watch out. So here is the deal. And there shall be a great cry, verse 6, throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it anymore. That one, when I read that, I go, wow, that must have been something. Years ago when I was up at the hospital, there was a young lady, man, I still, it still bothers me. It still affects me. Danny had broken his wrist, and we had to take him up to the hospital, and they had to straighten it out. And so they, they had him in the back there, and they had to put him under and um, to, to straighten his wrist because it was so painful. And I was just walking out of that room where he was at, and I was walking down the aisle, and this lady, <laughs> I'll never forget it, this lady came wailing out of, out of that room. And she was just, she was just besides herself. But I'll never forget, this is what I can't forget, God has not allowed me to, the wailing that came from her. I mean, it was a depth. That's why sometimes we have to counter that with a wailing from God and quit this mamsy-pamsy little bitty thing and get something that comes from our gut. Because she did. And it was because her little boy swallowed a balloon and he ended up passing away there. And my heart was just broken for her. 
And I still think of that from time to time. I don't have bad nightmares about it, but I'm just telling you God taught me a lesson there. That you got a world that's hurting. You got people, praise God, that are calling things. And I believe that this is this this was going to happen to the children of Israel. Not them, you know, but to people around them. They were going to hear this. Amen. And sometimes we gotta hear it, folks. We want to be in a church, a special place. We want to join the Pentecostal royalty. We want to go down someplace and be in a big church and not have to hear about some of this stuff. And God says, no, I want you to hear their calls. I want you to hear how they're hurting. Yeah. I've tried over the years to protect myself from it too, even my kids, my family. But God doesn't want you to sometimes. And so God says it's going to happen. And the Bible says in verse number 7, But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that you may know how that the Lord doth put a difference. Do you see that? Amen. That word difference comes from a Hebrew word that means distinguish. God is always, not that he's prejudiced or that he hates anybody, he's just always wanted his people to be distinguished. And that's why I'll go back to it, the lesson today. Endurance. Patience. Allowing not our human spirit to be in charge, but to let his spirit be in charge. These are some of the things that distinguish us from the world. It doesn't keep the bad out. It doesn't keep the disappointments from coming. It just means that there's something different about these people. And this is what has to be known in Jesus' name. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be very, very careful about criticizing anything that I don't understand. Now, I'm not going to go as far as to say, well, I believe in it and all that, you know, and just sink a hook, line, and sinker. No, I'm just going to say, wait a minute. Uh, God doesn't share with me everything. And so this is where we've got to go sometimes. And so God said, listen, you're not the biggest nation. You certainly don't have much of a military power. You're a bunch of ex-slaves. But man, I'm going to let a world know, amen, who I operate through. I don't know if anybody in this room is that interested in that anymore. I am. I am. I want God to walk through me. I'm not trying to get God to give me some things I don't, that he doesn't want to. I'm just saying, whatever I have, I want you to work through me. I want to flow out of me like you said I could have in the seventh chapter of the book of John when you said, ah, if you believe on me as the scripture saith. Come on, folks. That's why you got the Holy Ghost. That's why many of you were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. It's because you read it in the Bible. <clears throat> Amen. And he said, if you would believe on him as the scripture saith, out of your bellies would flow rivers of living water. And this he spoke as the, uh, according to the spirit. It was the spirit that he was relating to. And this is what you and I can do, praise God, in these last days. Amen. As we can allow God to, to, to use us no matter what. Amen. And let go of those pains and those hurts in Jesus' name. Praise God. Got a group of people in this church that are trying to reach out to people that aren't going to look very good. They're going to not look very pretty. And I know why God is taking his time because we're going to have to change. I am going to have to change. We're all going to have to change our attitudes towards what God can and will do in Jesus' name. Amen. And so God help us. And so he said, you shall know, it says, that ye may know how that the Lord doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. And you can say what you want about the time frame, but Egypt has always been a type of sin. It has. I'm not talking about Egyptian people. I'm talking about the nation. It's been a, it's a type of sin. And so that's why you and I, we fight it so fiercely. That's why we get back up. We don't take no for an answer when it comes to that kind of stuff. Amen. And I just want to commend all of you for doing that. Good job. Keep doing it. Come on. Grow not weary in that doing. Come on. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep believing. 
Keep praying, praise God. Believe that God is, is there and he's hearing. And just because he doesn't answer you right away doesn't mean that he doesn't, he doesn't intend on doing it. In Jesus' name. I feel an interview, uh, kind of a, a place right now where we need to close our eyes again. And let's pray. Every one of you, there's, very, there's many of you that you have specific things right there. Right there that God wants to help you with. <clears throat> oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, I'm deliberately not praying now. I'm asking you to pray. Not that I'm too good to pray. I just don't want to be drowned with my voice. I need, your voice needs to come out. Come on, you need to have faith in God. You need to have faith towards Jesus Christ right now. Come on, your prayers do weigh something in the kingdom of God. Your prayers count. Come on, don't you let some lion devil tell you that you're not worthy come on don't you let some wounded spirit that you have keep you from ministering the way God wants you to minister oh yes wow oh let that come from your depth. Let that be something that is out of the depths of you right now. Yes, that's how I got the Holy Ghost, is I allowed that which God put in me to come out. And then all of a sudden I was speaking in another language that I never said before. And then at a prayer meeting, it really just burst forth. It just came out like a fountain. Come on, there you go. Somebody here, there's a fountain in you that God wants to bring out. You're worthy because God deems you are. Not because the world tells you you are, but God says you're worthy. Mm. Mm. In the name of Jesus. Wow. Praise God. I pray for you folks over the internet now. I don't know who you are, but whoever you are, you're listening and you're grasping this. In Jesus' name, I pray for that. To stay intent, Lord God, the engrafted word that is able to save your soul. So witnessing, witnessing is me talking to others. And that is a form of sowing the seed. That's what you do. Amen. It doesn't mean that you just, you, you got a quota every day. I'm going to get up, boy, and I got to talk to six different people. You know, that, I, I, again, I'm not against any of that stuff, but this is self-help junk. And we got to get rid of some of that, some of that thinking. Program eyes. And I'm not against programs. Somebody say amen. amen. You know, uh, but I'm for God. And I think what naturally needs to happen to us doesn't get an opportunity to do that. And God has gifted you naturally to be able to reach other human beings. And so just do that. Ask God to give you some wisdom this week. And I believe he will in Jesus' name. And then prayer, which is what we try to do a lot of around here. And you can even programize that. But prayer is what we call it talking to God. And in, a, in some ways it is. We understand that prayer... And hopefully we're growing in a place where prayer just isn't me dialoguing. And God, you just shut up and sit there until let me tell you about it, okay? Uh, hopefully that's not the case anymore. Amen. And that's why speaking in other tongues, the Bible says that God gives us his spirit so that we can pray the way he wants us to. So you think about that one. That one I know is being resisted greatly in a lot of charismatic churches. And that's why they're not very strong. Amen. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. That doesn't mean you walk down the aisles of Albertson speaking in tongues all the time. It just means that, that the, the spirit of the Lord comes upon you periodically. And when you have exhausted yourself, you can tap into something that has got no, no limits in Jesus' name. So consider that prayer, talking to God or talking with God. Amen. The Bible says that in the first chapter of the book of Hebrews, it talks about angels. 
And the Bible says the good angels, the ones that God's, you know, are still in God's kingdom, are ministering spirits sent forth for those that are heirs of salvation. Not to those, but for those. God wants to minister for you. And that's what will happen, praise God. I know I'm, I'm hitting a lot, of, a lot of stuff here today, but I think that God has is, is prepared us for that. The last thing I want to touch on today, and then we'll quit, is the idea that the Word, the Word primarily, amen, is God speaking to us. That's why our lives must be filled with God's Word. And not just, a, and boy, we do it here. And again, I hope you don't go home saying, boy, he just don't like any program at all. No, that's not it. I just don't want to worship our programs. I don't want our programs to take the place of what God wants to do in our lives. I hope I got that point across today. I am not chopping you up or me up or anybody up because of programs. Sometimes they're good self-starters. But praise God, you know, let's read the Bible through in a year. Let's study the Bible. Let's do all of those things. But most of all, let's let God speak to us. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Do we have that song? Do you have, can you get that one? Word of God speak. I think this would be a perfect place to end this today in Jesus' name. She'll get it here in just a minute. But the bottom line is, folks, we want to speak to other people. And you and I sometimes need God's boldness to do that. Sometimes we need his wisdom not to. Sometimes our actions are enough. And I'm not here to, to clarify and say, my way is the best way. No, I'm saying God's is. How God works in you. The scripture says in the second chapter of the book of Philippians, check it out for yourself. For it is God who worketh in you, both to do his will and what he wants to. And I paraphrase that a little bit, but you read it for yourself. It's God that works in us. So that's what we want to get to be more, more diligent about. Amen. And so the scripture says the mandate for the church is that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Just seek God. When you've got a problem, you've got a situation, don't focus on the situation so much. Focus on him. Begin to focus on God. Amen. And that's not hiding your head in the sand. That's just saying, God, I want you. Amen. Sang that song so beautifully. You all did. I can feel the spirit of release here. You're all I want. You're all I need. Come on. That's true. That is true. But our world has tried to fill it up with a bunch of subsidies. And we have to be very careful in Jesus' name. Amen. I, I had a nice... Bible study all planned out. Halfway through this, I put three quarters of it away, and now I just put the rest of it away. In Jesus' name. This is God ministering to you today. In Jesus' name. Let's give him a few more minutes. Can we do that? Why don't you come? Do you have that, that chorus in Jesus' name? And let's sing this. Let's just, and you don't have to immediately come to this altar. It's just open for you. I like altars because it does kind of get me off my seat. But you just do. Do what God is, 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 is moving upon you to do in Jesus' name. And I believe the Lord would be pleased with that in Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Turn it on. Yes. Yes.